Hello, Syngap land. My name is Michael Gralia, and this is episode 15 of Syngap 10. Episode 15. Today is Friday, June 18th, and I am giving you your 10-minute update for everything you need to know. So much good stuff, but let's start with Splash for Syngap, June 21st is splash for Syngap day because the genetic address of the Syngap gene is 6P2132, right? So 621 is what we use for our um, awareness day. And that is Monday, June 21st. So if you do not have your flyer, which was sent to everyone in Citizen, you should sign up for Citizen. If you do not have your flyer, go to syngap.fund slash love, syngap.fund slash love, and download the flyer, people. And then take a picture of you and the flyer and a Syngapian and tell the world you love someone with Syngap1, right? This is the flyer. It's great. Seeing a lot of these photos online with the hashtag SyngapLove, it's awesome. Three days. Make the most of it. Celebrate your Syngapian on Monday and go nuts on social media. Let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about a few things. First of all, we're fundraising for two grants right now. So you, so you might remember we, we, we did the, uh, the Sprint for Syngap and we did the bike race. Thank you very much to MDBR and Aaron and the team for all the money you guys raised. We've actually taken Aaron, the funds, which was like 11,000 bucks from N MBDR and um, MDBR, pardon me, and put it into uh, this DSC and BCH fundraiser. So there's two blogs online about this. Um, the first block is blog is syngap.fund slash DSC for Developmental Synaptopathy Consortium. Say that three times fast. Go ahead and check that out. So what we're going to do is we're going to put some money um, into BCH and Harvard to take EEGs and biofluids of our kids to really help us get closer and closer to think finding potential biomarkers. And then we're going to pay a postdoc over at BCH to um, analyze that data and analyze the citizen data and uh, in collaboration with other teammates there, really deepen the understanding of Syngap-1. And we've got the crack team at Boston Children's under the leadership of Ampadori working on this and we're just so excited. So there's two blogs about this. We need to raise some money. All the other funds that have been raised have already gone to other projects. So we, we're, we're, we're cranking again, people. We gotta make the future better for our kids and we do that by raising funds, right? We are flat out, like so many other rare groups, trying to make things happen for our kids. And the way we do that is by locking hands, locking elbows, whatever it is you lock, and raising some money. We gotta tell the world that Syngap parents are here for our kids, we're gonna make it happen. So help us out and, um, you know, what feels insurmountable now suddenly gets done. And then we're like, boom, natural history study. And remember, natural history study is for clinical trials, right? The better our data is, the more biomarkers or potential biomarkers we have identified, the, the faster and better we're gonna be able to do clinical trials. And as soon as one of these companies and labs that we're working with identifies a therapy for Syngapians, we're all gonna be losing our minds, like put it in my kid, help me out, help me make my kid better. And they're gonna be like, oh, we need approval in the FDA and let's take a clinical trial. And those things take years. Read my blog one year sooner. The more we get organized now, the faster it'll happen when it's go time. And go time is coming, my friends. There's a lot of cool science happening. So biomarker development, data through the DSC, and a grant to BCH. We're really excited about this. Let's get moving. And remember what I just said. What feels crazy talk now suddenly gets done, and we're like, all right, what's next? Let's do this. And that is the story, my friends, of ICD-10.
So I've talked about ICD-10. We all know we have an ICD-10 code coming effective October 1st. There it is, F78.A1 on your flyer, which you should all have. But Every Life Foundation wrote a roadmap about how to get an ICD-10 code. So every there's like two really big umbrella foundations in the rare disease space, Every Life and Global Genes. They're amazing. They care about rare patients. They get real work done. Their staff are exceptional. I, lo I love both of these organizations. So Annie Kennedy is the head of policy at Every Life. She's just a rock star. And um, she was talking to a lot of people. A lot of people want an ICD-10 code, right? A lot of people realize that they need this. And so uh, Every Life wrote a roadmap. I'll put the link in the show notes and um, for, for rare disease groups to get it. And they had five case studies, five case studies in their roadmap. Um, Castleman's disease, very famous, very famous disease. Uh, Dravet, my hero, as you know. Frederick's ataxia, Duchenne. I mean, these are, these are four of the big kids. And guess what number five was? Boom, Syngap1. Why did they choose Syngap1? Because it's an exceptional story. Because about Hans Schlecht and how he got us the ICD-10 code and everything he went through. And it's all documented in this roadmap that's there from the Every Life Foundation. Don't get better than that made available as an example for other rare disease groups. Good job, Hans Schlecht. Read that case study, people. The link's in the show notes. Very, very cool stuff. And we should be proud of it. And then, and, and remember, that's been written up so other rare disease groups can copy what we and, and other groups did. And guess what? That's what we do. We copy. We copy. We want to be copied. We all have sick kids. We all want our kids to be better. So one of the things we're going to copy, this is from the Dravet Foundation. Sorry, it doesn't work with the lighting very well. But they made little business cards. So they send business cards to their families, and the families get to hand these out to the doctors and say, hey, F78.A1, put it in the record, dude. Put it in the record. And it says here on, on the card, use these new billing codes to help improve diagnosis, care, surveillance, research, and access. All those things just from a code that consistently appears on, on, you know those annoying bills for all the therapies that you private pay that you send to insurance, right? There's all these, there, there's, there's diagnosis codes and treatment codes. F78.A1, that's our diagnosis codes. So once again, kudos to Hans for the ICD-10. Thank you to Every Life for profiling his hard work. And get F70, if you're a Syngap parent, if you're into tattoos, go ahead and tattoo that on your arm. If you're not, that's fine, we'll send you business cards. But F78.A1, commit that to memory and get ready to tell your clinicians to put it in the record. It will be available on their computers October 1st, 2021. We are so excited. We're so excited about that. Other great news, clinical trial readiness. Uh, the ORCA study I've mentioned, we had a kickoff meeting with the team at Duke and Combined Brain. So, um, the big umbrella groups that I just mentioned were Every Life Foundation, Global Genes, big, big organizations that help rare disease. Uh, and I, if I had to add a third to that list, I would add Combined Brain. So Combined Brain is under leadership of Terry Jo Bichelle. Dr. Bichelle is um, just an incredible Angelman mom. And, and she's been a warrior in the Angelman community for a long time. She actually got them their ICD-10 code. But now there's there's so many therapies under development for Angelman that she's she's turned her attention to the rest of the rare community and said, I want to help everybody else benefit from what I've learned. So she created Combined Brain, invite only 30 groups, amazing collection of rare leaders. And um, through Combined Brain, we were included in a grant by Duke to take the ORCA study and expand it to other rare groups. So we had that kickoff meeting. I'm going to um, sh probably share a blog or something about this, but w why you need to be thinking about ORCA 
is we're going to be asking you to take part in this. We're going to be inviting people to um, do conversations and studies. I need to talk about one other study now that I think about it. And, and so I'm really thrilled about the ORCA, and it's hugely important. I think, you know, Rett syndrome just yesterday, or today or yesterday, I can't keep track, announced um, that they're going to start using the ORCA. Develop for Angelman for Rett. It's a big deal. Right, it's this because people are basically saying Dr. Berg said this about SCN two A. You know, the violent, it's like it's not working for our kids. Right, is, I'll, I'll include that link in the show notes too. It's a good paper. So the violent is what we all get subjected to. It's deeply frustrating. Your answer is no to everything. You feel like your kid can't do anything. Dr. Berg wrote a great paper about this for SCN two A, and now we're looking at other measures. And the orca is going to be a big one. And then the orca combined with the net that we're funding with Dr. Fraser. We're getting ready for clinical trials, people. You hang at the end of this uh, podcast. That's what you want to remember. We're getting ready for clinical trials. And the only other thing that really happened this week—it's been a hell of a week, I tell you—had um, some just wonderful meetups. Right, the grandparents met. They meet once a month. If you got a if you got a parent who's still alive, you know, don't take it for granted. Um, show them this article: syngap.fun/grand. The grands—they have a. We wrote an article about being a grandparent and then we, they created a Facebook group and now they meet once a month and they chat and I, and I joined and said hi and then I bailed because I had to go to a C33 Dell meeting. And the C33 Dells, we now have six of those here on earth that we know about. And um, their kids are all exceptionally high functioning. So it was really cool connecting those parents and letting them compare notes. Like, you know, mother of a six-year-old talking to the mother of a 14-year-old asking about what they were like and super cool Gino Fino stuff there. And then we also had our regular Wednesday meetup. The Wednesday meetups, every Wednesday, 5 p.m. Pacific, parents only. Great opportunity to connect and find support. So it's just been another wonderful busy week here at SRF Land. I think the highlights are this DSC and BCH grant. Please read those blogs and, and, and donate funds or and or start a fundraising team. Let's do it, people. Everybody roll up their sleeves. Everybody do what they can. Let's get these grants funded. And, uh, and this wonderful report by Every Life. Can't thank Annie and the team over there enough for, for profiling Han's work. Have a wonderful week, and thanks for listening.